This conversation from the Augusta Golf Show is brought to you by Gerald Jones Audi, online at AugustaAudi.com. Well, Brett Quigley won the Morocco Champions event last weekend, his first PGA Tour Champions win, his second PGA Tour Champions event. It's a pleasure to welcome Brett Quigley to the Augusta Golf Show for the very first time. Hi, Brett. Hey, John. How are you? I'm great. Not as good as you, but I'm great. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, just been a whirlwind couple days, but uh, an amazing, uh, amazing week. How, how did you get into that event? So there's a, there's about 15 categories on the Champions Tour there, and, and my category is uh, career money, which is not a great category. I'll probably only get in out of that category maybe three to four times for the year, and fortunately enough guys didn't play like a guy like David Toms or Steve Stricker, where I was literally the second to last guy in the field this week, this past week. Expensive trip. Did you think about not going? <laughs> Never occurred to me not to go. Because because the the the, the opportunities were far and few between. Uh, absolutely, you know, yeah. Because it's just an. Inc- I always maybe I had it wrong on the PJ tour, but I always viewed it as a lottery ticket. I mean, I've got a chance to to win. Um, you know, yes, it's a job, but it was always an incredible opportunity to play golf for a living and. Um, and certainly the Champions Tour with shorter fields as far as 78 guys each week instead of 156 on the PGA Tour, um, the lottery, the odds of hitting the lottery get a little better. <laughs> what was Morocco like? Uh, fantastic. The people were incredible. The place was beautiful. They had, you know, like the Indiana Jones that you would think of Morocco with like a, a monkey on the back, the cobras in the market. They had all that sort of place that you could see, um, just amazing, amazing experience. All right, let me fast forward to the 54th hole and the putt for birdie. I, I, I'm thinking, Brett, as I'm watching, well, he's going to trundle this down there next to the hole. The, that was the thought going through my head. I said, just try to leave this short. I mean, I, I know what I have to do. All I have to do is two putt from 22 feet, maybe. And it's just the putt was just a little bit uphill and then downhill a little downwind, and, and it's once it started going, I, I, it looked pretty good. I mean, may, might have a chance of going in, and then it went by, and I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> oh, no. Five and a half, six feet later, I said, what just happened? I, I saw you, I, I heard you say um, after the tournament that it had been a while since you, since you had a putt, a real meaningful <laughs> putt like that, and, and you it, don't remember hitting the putt, the one that I, won. I don't, you know... <laughs> It's funny. I, I, obviously, it's easy to let your mind wander and say, oh, my gosh, this is a win. This is exemption for the rest of this year. And next year, this is a place to play. It's, it's life-changing. All that stuff flashes through your mind. You can't let your mind dwell on it. So when I was ready, my turn to hit the putt, I said, okay, just go through your routine. And, and uh, fortunately, it, it looked like it was a pretty straight putt. And I was like, just hit it straight, pick out a spot in the back of the hole and, and hit it. And, and halfway there, I knew it was in. We're talking with Brett Quigley here on the Augusta Golf Show. Yeah, you know, do that for me, Brett. It, give the listener a little insight because you've got to wait to hit your putt. <laughs> and, and to your point, you're probably trying to think of anything else besides what all of this means. How, how, did, how were you able to compose yourself? I, I just, I said, it was weird. I, I mean, I'm like, hey, I don't want to go to a playoff. I don't want to give 
Stephen another chance. I said, I've hit this putt a thousand times. It's just a six-footer straight in. Just do your routine and, and go. So, you know, trying to trying to just play, downplay the whole situation and, and get caught up in your routine. And, and I know I, I heard Webb Simpson, who won last week, uh, and the waste management there saying that, you know, his most important part is routine. So, you know, everybody gets nervous, whether you're playing the club championship, the member guest, or uh, trying to win a, a golf tournament on the Champions PGA Tour or the PGA Tour. So how do you control those emotions? And for, I think, a lot of the players, it's going having a good routine and going through that and sticking with it. And then, you know, if you do that well, the results will take care of themselves. This was your second Champions Tour event. What were, what were your expectations going, going, getting out on this tour? I mean, I thought, it's a, that's a great question, because I thought I had the ability to do well, to have a chance to win. You never know how, I mean, 14 or 15 years on the PGA Tour, and I never won. Um, so I, I, I thought I had the ability to, and I think flying over there, I finally believed that I had the ability to win uh, a golf tournament, and so I wasn't really overwhelmed in the moment, and and not ever having won on the PJ Tour 408 starts or something like that, um, say, hey, geez, how could you believe that you could do it? And for some reason, I just flipped the switch where instead of just thinking about it, I said, okay, I can do this and, and have a chance to do it and, and accepted that it was okay. I've read where you said um, not playing an awful lot leading up to your 50th birthday, uh, you think may have been helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. Two, a couple reasons. I mean, I've, I've have been hurt, but my body's great now. So I haven't had the wear and tear of playing competitive, um, traveling, all that stuff. And then I also have the advantage, maybe two other things, the advantage of some perspective, being home with my, my girls, taking them to school, picking them up and being away. So hungry in that respect. And then I did, I've done some work in the past three years with Fox and the USGA uh, covering like the U.S. Open, the Senior Open, the Women's Open, uh, a bunch of their championships. And so I've seen a lot of good golf, bad golf, and seen what it takes to win from a different perspective. And I think for me, um, realizing that I don't have to play perfect golf to win a tournament, and that was a big, uh, maybe a big eye-opener now that looking back upon it. Um, now... You get to um, dictate your schedule to to some degree. Although you know, on that tour, it seems like everybody plays all the time. Uh, they do. The majority of players do. I think there's 25 or six events during the year, so it's not quite as uh, rigorous as the PGA Tour, where they play 40 something weeks. Uh, so, like for instance, this week, a week off coming back from Morocco. Next week is Naples, and then a week off, and then Tucson. So it's a little more of a relaxed schedule where guys can, you know, you get home and then you're ready to go play again the next week or two weeks later. So you do see a lot more of the um, the superstars play every week out there. So by dictating your schedule on that tour, that means you're going to play. <laughs> I love playing golf. I mean, uh, even if when I'm at home, especially when I'm at home. So I, I will play uh, a bunch of events for certain. And now with the win, um, you're going to uh, Hawalalai next year. Honestly, that, that was the strangest thing of, of, of winning. Everybody came up to me after, and they're like, hey, you're going to Hawaii. I felt like I was going to Disneyland or Disney World because, <laughs> every, I, didn't, I mean, I just didn't have any idea how special a place it is. But 
probably 20 players came up to me and said, you will not believe how beautiful it is, how incredible the experience is. And it's a two-year exemption into that tournament. So that, that makes it even sweeter. You haven't had a lot of time to, to process this, but you've had some time. Uh, what's it mean to you, Brett? You know, it's, it's cool that my kids, I have 11 and 12-year-old daughters, have, they got to see me work because they never really saw me play on the PGA Tour. I mean, in that respect, it's, it's cool that they got to see that. Um, again, just, just perspective, being in a different spot in my life right now, um, certainly can enjoy it. And, and I've, I've, I've been gearing up the last five years trying to make a, a, you know, having a chance to play on the Champions Tour. And then uh, I honestly didn't think it would happen this quickly, but uh, what a, a pleasant surprise. Um, I, I, I ran across this question over the holidays, and I thought it was a neat little question, so I, I, made, it a, I made it a point to ask everybody on the show this year, so I'm just kind of curious. Um, you got one round of golf left to play. That's it. All you get to play. Where do you play that round of golf, Brett? Uh, Seminole Golf Club. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not even close. That place, I mean, there's so many great places. You can say Augusta, you could say Pine Valley, you could say Pebble Beach, Cypress. But to me, Seminole is just a, a great walk. It's a happy walk. It's a great golf course because the wind plays such a, an important factor in playing it and having fun there. And it can play so differently day to day. He is Brett Quigley. He picked up his first PGA Tour Champions victory last week at the Morocco Champions. Uh, Brett, congratulations. Thank you for doing this, and keep playing well. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.